Welcome to the God Loves You period, the podcast. I'm Scott. I'm Terry. And I'm Amy. And here we are gearing up towards Halloween, is my understanding. What's it called in Celtic version? All- Samhain. 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 Ooh, I didn't know that. Um, but one of the questions we've been kind of batting around is uh, Halloween, this time of year, they always come out with the scary movies. October's a month that has all kind of scary movies on TV. Uh, and what is the scariest movie for you? What's the scariest movie? When I was a kid, even though I love The Wizard of Oz, it was always so Ooh, scary to see the monkeys. witch show up on in fire on the roof. Ooh. The and monkeys scared me. That scene in the, the monkeys, monkeys where they're flying through the like forest that freaked mm-hmm. me she out. She threw fire. She was scary. Scariest movie for me is hands down. No matter what, Poltergeist. Poltergeist. I will not. I don't watch scary movies at no, all. No, I don't either. Never. I, I, uh-uh. I don't watch any scary. I, I will not go to Halloween horror nights. My I don't kids like any go kind every of year. Me no uh, way. But, but when I was in the seventh grade, we moved to my mama's dream house. We built out of town from, we grew up in Williston, so we moved outside the metropolis of 2,500 people out of town, (laughs) Uh, and we built a house next to a cemetery. I had a big oak tree that rubbed up against my window, (laughs) and we had a pool that we were building. I was jacked up for years on that, man. That, mm, no. Wow. You know, um, they have a new Exorcist out, I think. I don't see One that of my, I, No, I tried, to watch, I tried to watch The Exorcist when I was in high school. So we had a, I don't know, a bunch of people, let's watch The Exorcist. And I think I got five minutes in and I was so freaked out. I'm like, nope, nope, I'm leaving. Real? Dude, okay, I could this not is watch surprising it. because like, I thought The Exorcist was boring and lame. Oh, yes. I, when her head spun around, I was so scared. Uh, I just ran. I, so I love scary movies. Oh my I goodness. I watch scary movies all like throughout the year. Macon and I both love it, and Macon's parents love scary movies. And the Scroggin family, that's my maiden name, the Scroggin family hosted on Friday nights for our youth group friends uh, during the summer, every Friday, scary movie night. So we would have friends, like, we'd have, like, 12 kids over, and it was so fun. And it was the summer leading up to I was going to college, and we're like, we'll end the summer with the scariest movie of all time, The Exorcist. And then we all watched it, and we're like, that was not that bad. Oh, my goodness. What is all the hype? So, but that one is the one the ring i thought was really scary um the saw movies yeah the gore. there's a new Ooh. saw out now jo- my son loves to tell me uh, yeah seen? none of them have seen, uh, none are of you me kidding no. this is so surprising no. that Zero. i'm the, the scary like, i think movie. the last scary movie i saw was nightmare on elm street Ew, all and, this, I, the I, knives. I, and when i saw that one and realized man they can mess mm-hmm. with your dreams i'm out yeah. <laughs> I, okay, so I just went and saw A Haunting in Venice, which was not scary, but it was a cool Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. It was, um, you know, Hercule Poirot figuring it all out. And that was, but it was very dark and it, it was cool. Not not scary, scary. All right. Well, now that we're going to transition a little bit, it's Halloween. So part of it is spooky and fear, trying to scare everybody. And we, we started thinking about, uh, you know, what is our fear and how does faith affect fear? Thought we'd have a conversation about that today. And so probably the question is, what is your fear? What's the big fear you have? And how does your faith help you on that? Mm. You see, when I don't think of like, oh, God, help me overcome these spiders or help me, you know, like no snake or no critter or cockroach will come against me. Like, I, I don't 
Like when I see a critter, I'm just gonna kill it. Like yeah, I, I'm not because awesome. you've like, seen oh, all God. the scary movies. You know to yeah, be Amy violent. Knows how to handle so it. I think it's more like the fears that I really lean on God for are like the fears of failure, yes. fears of fears of rejection or oh. abandonment, like those type of stuff. But like Halloween fears, I don't feel very yeah. Good. Halloween fears, I can get over quickly. It's all the other fears that mess me up. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, so like I guess we can divide it, and I I agree with Amy. Um, there's Halloween fears, and then there's real life fears. You know, and and I can remember in college being just almost paralyzed by failure um, and not being and not really being able to define it as a fear of failing until you know later in life but um, I, there have been a couple times at home uh, since I have a sort of large house at this point in time with a bunch of empty rooms upstairs and one time waking up in the middle of the night and thinking that the doorbell had rung and going to the door and looking out the people and nobody there. And it's like two in the morning and getting freaked out by that. Like that's a fear. Like, is there somebody out there? Are they trying to break in? And then one time my alarm system went berserk and was screaming, blaring at one in the morning. That mm -hmm. was no fun. But anyway, but the thinking that somebody knocked on the door mm, or intruder. was, yeah, thinking that somebody knocked. And then, you know, the dumb thing is if you listen to audiobooks and you listen to a book about someone getting, <laughs> that's bad. Don't, don't or listen to those the, books. Cause then the you murder, think about it. real, real true crime, oh, murder podcast. Yeah, and, and those fears, I guess are valid and real, but I, I was thinking more about what Amy was talking about when it comes to fear. spiders. No, 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 not Bugs. spiders. That's all. God that, help that, me with know, the spiders. Suck it up, Buttercup. You'll be all right. Work through it. But the the, the, the fears <laughs> of being alone, the fears of failure, the fears of not measuring up, the fears. Those are real fears. The, I agree. Right? And so. Not Halloween and, fears. And so the Bible talks about do not be afraid. I mean, I know there's a corny mm -hmm. social media meme out there that everybody's seen. This is the Bible says 365 times, do not be afraid. The reason the Bible has to say this is because we're such fearful people. Well, how many times is that in relation to angels? Right. Well, well, yeah. When an angel shows up, it does freak you out a little bit. But, but Jesus tells Peter, "Don't be afraid." Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, I have uh, right now some. I mean, there's tons of them. I'm like scrolling through, and there's a ton of "Do not fears." Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God will be with you. He will never leave or forsake you. De Deuteronomy thirty one six. Isaiah 41, so do not fear for I am with you. And that kind of, that line goes together a lot. When we usually hear do not fear, a couple lines later it says, I'm for I am with, I am you. with you. So no it's, right. it's never, you know, we, we talk about the do not fear, do not fear, do not fear, but the, I am with you. That's the main right, thing. The key well, is, I mean, that ties into what you're saying, ties into Psalm 23, the famous one. Mm -hmm. For even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Right. They rot and they staff. For, for you are, are with me. me right? Your right rod there. and your staff, they comfort right. me. So, I like 2 Timothy 1, 7 a lot. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of self-control. Well, so mm. I kind of want to talk about this. We can quote the scripture all day <laughs> yeah, long. I, I know, how, I know. How do we how do we apply it? I mean, I'll, I'll tell this story. So back during the pandemic, we all remember that, right? Ugh, I try and, to block it out. We, try, we were dealing with stuff. And I was taking a lot of heat here at the church because we, we followed COVID restrictions and COVID mandates. And we're making people wear face coverings mm -hmm. and social distancing. And we had... All kind of stuff that we were doing following CDC guidelines. And I had people telling me, 
Scott, if you had more faith, you wouldn't be giving into your fears. I, I don't. And my response being, at one point, there was somebody who shall remain nameless. Good job. Uh, was really giving it to me. I mean, and not a nice, not necessarily the most kindest in Christian ways. And I finally hit my breaking point, which we all know we have a breaking point. I hit my breaking point, and I said, "Well, that's interesting. You're talking to me about I need faith over fear, and I don't have faith because I'm I don't have faith because I'm wearing a, a, a face covering." I said, but I saw you drive up here with a seatbelt on. If you really believe Jesus would save your sorry butt, you don't, you don't need to wear a seatbelt. Mm-hmm. Right? Explain to me the difference. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And we ended the conversation, so. Uh, well. In a not good way. <laughs> There's science and, and health and also being protective of other people there was no doubt that during covid people were getting sick you Mm -hmm. know and i think you know do all we can save all we can give all we can and one way we can give all we can is being cautious and careful for others so well the bible doesn't tell me i can jump off a cliff and say god save me right i Mm fear because god's going to protect me i I don't get that a bit i mean that there's some of that I, i don't i don't think having faith doesn't mean we we do stupid stuff we follow i mean we you know i i have faith but i wear faith a seatbelt i have faith you know faith is trusting that god is working on our behalf even when we don't see him right and and if i think sometimes if you're really scared about a circumstance the stock market crashing or if you're scared about your kids getting in a car crash i know that there's a lot of times when the phone would ring when i still had a landline the first thing i would say when i would go to pick up the phone i'd say to myself okay lord please let my kids be okay because i had gotten phone calls from them both mom i just had a car crash mm-hmm. <laughs> so um but there are instances like that where you can take it push it too far and and you have to know that so is God not working on your behalf when you when something bad happens to you? I mean, hello, my husband died, mm-hmm. right? So do I want to blame God? No, I don't blame God. I think bad things happen in this world. He's still working on my behalf. He's I still have faith in him. That that did not that does destroy some people's faith. Bad things that happen mm-hmm. didn't destroy mine. But well, I think it goes back to what Amy touched on. In, in reading the Bible, which was impressive. Amy was reading the Bible for a change. Wow. <laughs> um, but, He's but, so mean. But I'm the, used to it. <laughs> the uh, understanding that do not be afraid is quickly accompanied with, for I, I am with, with you. you. For I am with you. How does God being with us affect our fears? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. Here's, here's why I have kind of, you know, I'll be honest. When Always I helpful. see a t-shirt or a hat or a bumper sticker that says faith over fear. I'll be honest, I kind of roll my eyes sometimes. I'm like, "Uh, I don't it's just one of those prickly things for me. I I think because it puts the onus on me that I'm the one who has to you uh, just don't have enough faith. I would much rather yeah, I'm weak. I am. I am with you is so much more comforting to me than faith over fear because I am fearful yet God is still with me. Therefore I feel comforted and I now have the strength to move forward. Well, there are certain religious Mm -hmm. sects that believe Mm -hmm. if you have strong enough faith, you don't need medicine. Right. Right. Um, So that kind of, I like your point, Amy. It's well taken. It's not us. Your Mm -hmm. point's made in that Psalm again, Psalm 23, even though I walked through the valley of the shadow of death, it doesn't say, 
I didn't have to go through that valley. It said, mm-hmm. even though I'm going through that valley, I won't be afraid. Mm-hmm. Not because God's protecting you or God's saving you or God's going to make you okay. Or, I'm not afraid because, God, you're here with me in the middle of it. And, and it I, says, I will fear no evil. Not that there won't be any evil, right. but and I can that, choose to not fear it. I just think that like, if we're not being honest about our feelings, like my feeling is that I legitimately feel scared or I legitimately feel nervous. If I just like pretend that goes away, like I just, I just have to have faith. I, the, the comfort, what happens there is I am scared and God is with me. And because of that, I will be okay. Not because I'm just this uber faithful. It almost sounds like I read it and I'm like, oh my gosh, how arrogant. Okay. You have so much faith. Good for you. But I'm over here cowering. And that's where I experience God is in the honesty of like, God, I am scared right now and I need you. And I trust that you're not going to leave me alone that you're going to be by my side through it and you have been there before i've survived worse so i, I it's that faith over or even fear. if you haven't survived worse yeah <laughs> yeah sometimes <laughs> there might be worse on the horizon but but i have survived every bad thing so far absolutely every absolutely. bad thing i have survived so yeah i i, I think you know there's this like unhealthy like just toughen up just you know tough enough buttercup buttercup boys don't cry you know especially for men like i think it's almost more rational for uh, like women are in some ways allowed to experience anxiety stress fear sadness and i really feel for you guys because there's this stigma of like Guys can't be afraid. They're supposed to protect the family. They're the tough ones. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can outrun (laughs) y'all. Everything's so competitive. And, you know, it's okay to be a little scared as long as you, not as long as, what we need to do as Christians is remind those who fear that you are not alone. Well, I like this. Kind of maybe wrap this up a little bit from, in Joshua is one of my favorite books. When God, Josh was taking over after Moses is dead. So that's kind of a freaky moment. It says, I have not, com- have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. That's what God's telling Joshua. Mm-hmm. Haven't I commanded you? Do not be strong and courageous. And I learned a long time. I heard it was Erwin McManus to so give him credit. I heard Erwin McManus preach about this years ago. That strength and courage, and this came out about, he was discerned about the same time as uh, the movie Gladiator came back, which is one of my all-time favorite movies. Mm-hmm. It's a love story. <laughs> oh, my. It is. Between a man and the sword. It's awesome. Okay. Love it. But Gladiator came out, and they would go strength and honor, strength and honor. And so mm-hmm. Kayla and I, our worship leader at the time, and I would say strength and courage, strength and courage, because what it says here, uh, the strength and courage, that, that strength is the ability to grab a hold of something and not let go. It's not power as being able to lift a lot of weights. It's actually a hold on metaphor. It's like being grabbing something and not letting go. The tenacity to not let go. That's the strength. And courage, the Hebrew word for courage has a sense of swiftness to it, a quickness to it. That And Erwin McManus talked about courage is running into burning buildings when everybody else is running out. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, that's the right. Courage is, is you, courage is not the absence of fear. Mm-hmm. Like you were talking about, Amy. Mm-hmm. Guys, you, we, we don't have fear. Courage is I'm afraid, but yet I'm still going to do what I know needs to be done. It's how you respond it's to how you the respond. And he's right. And McManus, Erwin McManus thing was something about courage is swiftness. You, got, you, you can't, if you have to think about that decision, you're not going to make it. So you mm-hmm. have to be strong. And then the, he ties into that's why, because 
this passage in Joshua is talking about meditating on the book of law day and night, knowing God's will, knowing God's plan, knowing God's purposes. If you're fo- constantly focusing on God, that when the moment comes that you need to make that quick decision, you've already made it because you grabbed a hold of God and you're not letting go. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's good. All right, maybe we can wrap up there. Sounds Fear when you, when you're it's okay to be afraid. Not of spiders. Suck it up, Buttercup, and move on. <laughs> oh roaches, my gosh! Not of roaches either. There are scarier things in this world. There, there are critters, there are. mean people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. but when but when you're facing those other fears, especially the ones of failure, mm-hmm. I don't measure up. I'm not good enough. I'm not whatever. Uh, yeah, uh, do not be afraid. Uh, for the Lord or, your God is with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. All right, peace out.